Now there should be five puppies. Uh, what do you got? One, two, three, four. We've got one who's very independent. And he's the one that's from the other litter. If Zach and I have one thing in common, it's that we're both dog lovers. My beautiful Havanese dog, Allie, has been in my family since I was nine. Today, we brought her to her birthplace up north in Elgar, Michigan, where Connie and Tom Deal live in a secluded home with a separate lake, cabin, and lots of teeny, tiny, wriggly, freaking adorable puppies. In today's interview, Connie will be sharing the ins and outs of dog breeding, her relationship with her dogs, and what a huge responsibility it is to be a dog breeder. Out of love and continuous learning, the business has grown into more than just a business, but a loving home. Um, how long have you been in the dog breeder industry? We got our first dog in 2002. Mm -hmm. And so that's kind of our beginnings. So it's been probably 17, 18 years. What brings you to the industry? Um, we didn't really intend to turn it into what we did. It was just that I enjoyed puppies and I've had litters before um, and when I was young. And uh, I just love puppies. So one thing led to another. Did you do anything before breeding dogs? Um, well, over the years I've had dogs. My husband had never owned a dog in his life. Mm -hmm. And he finally gave me permission to get a small dog. And I went out to the dog show. It was in Monroe. We lived in Monroe at the time. And I was looking around at the different dogs. And that's the first I'd ever seen a Havanese. And I fell in love with them. And we decided to get the first one. And after it was supposed to be my dog, it turned into his dog because he loved it so much. Mm. So then we had to get me a dog. <laughs> so we, we started doing dog shows uh -huh. and they had a litter and the next thing you know, it just kind of um, kept going from there. Why did, why did you choose to breed Havanese dogs? Is there anything like special about them? We liked them because they are a smaller dog. They're a non-yappy dog. They're a non-shedding dog, so we don't have dog hairs. I've had dogs before that shed, so we appreciated that. And um, it wasn't anything in particular. It just we just we we weren't looking for them. I just happened upon them and fell in love with it, and that's what we've been doing since. Um, how do you choose the mating pairs? When we first started. It was a requirement that we had to show our dog to championship before we were allowed to breed. That was the agreement with the people. There were very few Havanese at the time. This was well, back in the early um, 2000, maybe three, 2004. We started going to the dog shows and that was probably the best thing that ever happened to us because I got to know other breeders, I got to know reputable breeders, and I also learned all about breeding. Now, we didn't intend to really do it to the extent that we are now, but we um, um, enjoyed the puppies. Uh, we would look at, when we had a litter, we would look at the puppies and we'd say, oh wow, that would be a good one to show. And so that's what we did. 
we got to know other breeders so I knew how to find other dogs that had good health because we do guarantee them. So our main concern is their health and that they are from different lines. Um, so we would uh, get a puppy from someone else, maybe swap it out or buy it from them. And that gave us a bigger um, choice of what dogs we can use. Yeah, are there like specific strategies to like matching? Not really. Um, other than I, I knew uh, at the time, quite a few of the breeders, and I knew their lines. I knew they were, some of them were champions. Back then it was, you know, we were going for champion lines. I started showing my own dogs. Um, I learned how to handle them, and I'd take them in the ring myself. And I championed one dog. I had three girls that were um, almost a champion. And um, we were just going for healthy and nice looking and um, good demeanors. Is there any special training you have to take to become a breeder? There could be. Everything that we've done is research, talking to other breeders. That's why I really enjoyed um, being in the dog shows because I got to know other breeders. If I had a question, I would call them and ask them. Um, we always look for vets that are available um, it, that we can get hold of if we can, possibly 24 hours in case I have a problem. Um, but I'm, there are what they call backyard breeders and then of yeah. course the puppy mills. The backyard breeders, I hate to admit, but when I was in my 20s, I was probably considered a backyard breeder. I had a um, Keishan and everything was, in, I would breed her. I knew someone that had a champion male. She was a uh, AKC dog and we would breed and I just let them do their thing. And when I had puppies, I'd come home from work to see if they had puppies yet. Um, I was a backyard breeder. I didn't really know, there's a lot of things that you don't know um, for instance, a newborn puppy does not regulate its own temperature. So we have to keep it at close to 80 to 90 degrees, um, especially if the mother is not in with them um, because they'll get chilled because they can't control it. So um, we make little tent areas and you know keep it thermostat, but I wouldn't have known that as a backyard breeder. Oh wait, I'm sorry, uh, what is AKC? AKC is American Kennel Club. Um, our dogs are, are AKC dogs, means that they are registered through them. And that's what keeps us legit. But it doesn't always make for a good breeder. You know, you can have an AKC dog, which I did when I was in my 20s, and not know what I'm doing. Um, have you experienced people um, breeding Havanese dogs illegally? After they get them from you? I haven't found anyone. Um, I did have someone who um, wanted to and got permission to have a litter. I have no idea if they continued. Um, I guess I just have to trust people. You know, if I hear of it, I don't know what. They do not get, though, from me um, papers to make them AKC. So they, at least they can't sell them as AKC dogs. 
have you ever had to make like difficult decisions for example during pregnancy or through labor like um no we we have been very lucky we have had um vets tell us that we are doing something right because we didn't have the health issues or the problems we don't have problems so much with the pregnancies it's a few of the things afterwards that mm -hmm. Um, we had to deal with um, or the deliveries. Yeah. Like, can mm. you give an example? Well, um, depending on how the puppy is born, um, mm. we would have them checked to make sure that the moms, especially the very first litters, that the moms could handle the size of the puppies. So we would be aware if we had to have cesarean. We have never had a cesarean until this last litter. And that was the very first time. And um, she had problems with her first puppy, who we did lose. Um, we've had some difficult births mm -hmm. where I had to assist. I never, ever leave them by themselves mm -hmm. um, when they're close to um, what they call whelping. Um, because if they had a problem, we could lose the puppy or the dog. We had a sad story which turned out okay where we had a puppy um, several years ago that acted like it had been hurt mm -hmm. and neither of us it was probably about eight weeks old and I had just given it its first vaccination within the week or so and it acted like it was in agony and it would cry and stuff when you touched it we ended up taking it to a specialist downstate to an emergency and they went over it everything and they found nothing wrong with it and they said that it could have been a result of vaccination and um, he gave me some tips on what to do and what not to do about vaccinations and we ended up using a um, series of steroids on this puppy and it pulled it through but it was very scary. Mm -hmm. You always sell the whole litter? Yes. Um, except once in a while, we will. Uh, we might keep a, a puppy. Mm -hmm. But yes, I've never had a problem um, finding homes for them. Um, a long time ago, it used to be, it would take a little bit longer. It might not be till 10 or 11 weeks that we would find a home. But no, I've never had a problem. Um, Is it hard letting them go? The puppies is it hard for you yeah it used to be especially when we didn't have as many dogs yeah. as we do <laughs> but now it's it's I find it easier yeah. um, there's a lot of them that are adorable that I'd love yeah. to keep but yeah. uh, I we're a little bit too old for that <laughs> do mothers like the mom dogs act up on the puppy leaves no not they can be a little bit sad, or they will look for them. They miss them, I think, to a point. Yeah. But it doesn't take very long. But <laughs> I find that the puppies can get a little annoying to the mothers <laughs> at that point. And um, I used to tell Tom that I think that they uh, were all excited <laughs> when they, they waved goodbye to them. What other services do you provide for dog breeding? When we can, 
when you are going on a trip or something and you can't take your dog with you, um, we will um, offer puppy sitting or dog sitting and they get to come back here and live just like the rest of our dogs, just part of the house. Um, we try to do that as much as we can. Uh, what kind of relationships do you have with the puppies? We just love them to pieces. Um, it's almost embarrassing because we will actually get down on the floor and play with them. And um, you've heard me do my puppy talk to mm -hmm. them, which is really, really silly. When I started doing this Instagram, that was my way of letting people see their puppies. Um, they could uh, go into Instagram and I'd video as much as I could so that they could watch their puppy grow mm -hmm. or someone who might be interested. I was very self-conscious about talking during the videos, but people would ask me questions. But we, I take them outside. I love my summer litters. I take them out into the back. I, we play with them. Um, Tom will lay down and let them climb all over him. Um, we just love puppies. What if the buyer changes their mind about the dog? Like, what if after he buys it, uh, do you take it back? Oh, yes. Um, for as long as you own the dog, if for any reason you can't keep it, you're moving or whatever, we would prefer to take it back and find a home for it. Um, a couple dogs we have actually kept um, ourselves when they were too old or are because we, we've got room for it. Um, but yes, for any reason, I if I rehome it and it can be resold. It's your money. I don't want your dog. I really don't. <laughs> so I, I'm not out to get your dog, but we want to take care of the, make sure that it's what's best for the dog, the puppy. Is it hard selling older dogs? No, uh, there are people that want older ones. Um, I got my Barty. I call him Barty. His name was Barbados um, through another breeder friend who I met at the dog shows. And um, she was retiring some of her dogs, but she also um, was going through some tough times and um, needed to find homes for them. And I was helping her. And it's, there's, there are people out there that don't want to have to train a puppy. All they want is a nice, sweet dog. And uh, no, I don't have a problem finding homes for older dogs at all. Um, how many hours a day do you usually spend on the dog? Um, we're always here, one of us or the other. We're not particularly with every single one, like some of them might be downstairs with each other and they have a free run. But probably most of the day, one or the other of us, our area that we keep them downstairs is an open area. It's a walkout basement. Um, but it's also our TV is down there, um, my computer, my sewing, um, we've got a bedroom down there. So it's, it's a place that we spend a lot of time. So I'd say a good portion of our day we're with them. Is, is there anything that distinguishes you from other breeders? Well, let's see, now my kids call us the dog hoarders because we've got so many dogs. I don't think there is crazy as we are with the number of dogs. Our dogs are basically our life. We just, we don't 
vacation. We're just here with them. We're very passionate. Um, we also don't find homes for our retired dogs. In other words, the ones we don't use for breeding anymore. We keep them. I, I just never could understand how you could give up um, a dog that you've had for six or seven years. So that's why we have so many. Most of ours are senior citizens. So this is turning into a nursing home now. <laughs> we were humbled to learn about how being a dog breeder isn't just about bringing new lives, but providing a quality life to the older ones throughout their lives till the end. We met some of these senior citizens today. As soon as we walked in, we met Olivia, whose 17th birthday was August 8th. Although she has dementia, she's still living her best life, peacefully sunbathing in a comfortable enclosed space in the front yard without a care in the world. We met Uncle Bart, short for Barbados, for the first time four years ago, back when his fur was long and beautiful. Now he's an old man with partial hearing loss, and those luscious locks have dulled a little. Just a little. And then there was CJ, my mom's favorite, named Cappy Jr. after his late mother, Cappy, who passed away from pancreatitis. Connie was utterly devastated and decided to keep the last puppy in the litter. Do you have any advice for young people like us? Well, I guess I would suggest that you talk to somebody that you trust and learn as much as you can about whatever you're going to do um, so that you do it what's best for if, if it's in dogs or cats or whatever it's best for the animal mm -hmm. and um, try to get as good advice you can and keep researching we're always learning something new things that i may have told somebody years ago i may have changed my mind a little bit on so i'd, I'd say always keep keep learning Yeah, thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Thanks, thank you. Puppy, puppy. Oh, you're so balanced. So balanced. So balanced. So balanced. So balanced. Oh, you can't just make it.